0: Hello and welcome to Another Space. I am your host, Namar Parchment. Thank you for tuning in. I hope everyone is staying safe and well during these crazy times. In today's episode, I sit down with model, dancer, body activist, and really sweet guy, Dexter Mayfield. Dexter Mayfield has played a major role in fighting for size inclusivity within the fashion industry, becoming one of the first plus size male models to walk a runway in the iconic 2015 Marco Marco show. Dexter has continued to break through glass ceilings by having covers for Attitude, Gay Times and Paper magazine. He has danced for Taylor Swift and JLo and now Savage Fenty, just to name a few. In this interview, we discuss his confidence journey and how he started dancing. We talk about taking up space in the fashion industry, body positivity versus body inclusivity and what superpowers he would have. Now sit back and enjoy the show.
1: been a long time coming to this.
0: this, Do you know what? This is an iconic link-up that should have happened a very, very long time ago. Like, this should have I mean, happened
1: a long time ago. It's very crazy. long time ago yeah Another Enough. Another 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 Space How are you doing today I'm doing great you know had a little had a little technical difficulty Mm -hmm. with time in my (laughs) mind but other than that we're doing
0: great it's fine it's fine I want to start by saying I've already said thank you because I'm really grateful for you for doing this podcast but I also just want to say thank you for opening doors and smashing through ceilings and I guess kind of just making a way for people like me to even have a career in this industry like for that i'm grateful as well so thank you don't cry don't cry don't cry <laughs>
1: i'm not i'm not i'm not i am not. it's just like that really that, that means a lot because it doesn't happen very often yeah so thank you so much yeah
0: no I, um i feel like it's important to always give thanks to the people that you know made it possible for you to be able to do your job and you're one of those people so yeah, shout out to you, man. I appreciate it. Likewise, sir. Likewise. <laughs> I feel like it's very mutual. Mm-hmm. So quarantine, the world is a mess. Corona's wearing her ugly head all around. How is lockdown and corona and new life, new normal? What's what's the happen with <laughs> you? Um,
1: I'm pretty accustomed to the new normal <laughs> at this mm-hmm. point. Um, here in L.A., we take things pretty seriously, or at least our... Uh, leadership does. Mm-hmm. And so we haven't really gotten out of quarantine, if that makes oh, sense. Like uh, we haven't had like strict, we haven't had like any like full out reopenings. Mm-hmm. Like everything is still, you can only eat outside. Yeah. You have to wear a mask every and any and everywhere and still not essential work. has um, been expanded a little bit, but not mm-hmm. really. Um, so yeah, limited productions have been back and fortunately yeah. I've been able to take part in a couple of those, but yeah. fortunately I've been able to stay working consistently through social media and then a couple of the projects, so, so yeah, so,
0: so it's, it's been good and, Yeah.
1: but you know, it's, I definitely miss interacting with people yes, on I'm a just normal able- basis.
0: Yeah. so, so do I. Do you feel like you've learned anything about yourself during this time?
1: Um. I've learned that if you really need to get or make work, you will do that by any means necessary. True. And just to really approach everything at this point in time with an extremely open uh, mindset, because you have to be super and hyper aware of not only like, you know, being, you know, prepared as far as COVID goes, but mm-hmm. also just to the needs of people, like, Right now is a very interesting time in the in, in the United States, and it's it's we're at a breaking point, legit yeah. a breaking point. So um, it's feel it's like it's 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 an abundance of awareness, which is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just um, at this point in time, it's just exciting to see where that's going to go if yeah. we do the if we do the right thing. I'm so. praying
0: for you guys. I'm gonna get the prayer warriors out. I'm praying. I hope absolutely.
1: A and if if you know if there is no change, I will be relocating either to London, Australia, or New Zealand. I, I won't yes. be I there. Won't, I won't, I won't, I I won't be here for the rest of that. Mm-hmm. that will not. I, I, can, feel I you. cannot. I cannot. So, yeah. It's
0: true. Ho- hopefully a change comes soon. So I feel like when I think about you, the dancer, actor, model, I feel like so much of your career has been kind of based on like positivity and you living out loud and being unapologetic. And the first time I ever saw you was on the Marco Marco catwalk in 2015. And I know, I'm sorry, I I know you most probably hear this all the time. But
1: again, it's not a problem. It's just like, it's like, oh, the blushing starts. And it just happens.
0: (laughs) That runway was so iconic. Like I knew, like I saw the video before I actually knew who you were. And I was like, this guy is like eating the girl's up like and obviously I had never seen anyone that looked like me or similar to me on a runway and being so expressive and being so overtly themselves so to see that that was really amazing obviously that was a little while ago how did you did you know the impact that would have when you did the runway like what were your thoughts and feelings before doing it
1: Absolutely not. To answer Mm -hmm. that question, um, I was the new kid on the block for the Marco Marco show at that Mm. point. And this is when um, RuPaul's Drag Race was reaching its height. So um, Marco had asked me the year before to walk, but just circumstances, timing, industry. Mm. Decision makers thought that it wasn't the right time, Mm. whatever. Um, and so the next year happened, and uh, Marco really wanted to put a focus on his LA Chosen family. So mm. uh, a lot of everyone in that show or a number of people in that show meant a lot to him and people he's known throughout the years and really act as the muses for his collections. And so I was just honored to be involved in that and to be representing the bigger male uh, body. It was mm. It was definitely, it was definitely rewarding. I kind of started to feel the weight of that before I actually went out. Um, Marco just really honed in on me right before I went out. And he's like, I chose you to be you, that's it. Don't think about anything else, don't think about anybody else, don't think about any other expectations. Just go out and be the wonderful person that you are and I chose you to be and I want you to go off. And I was like, Mm -hmm. okay. What that moment then unlocked is really kind of the, I feel the beginning of my own self-love journey because I never viewed my body as attractive. I never viewed my Mm. body as, you know, being accepted. I was always trying to prove myself, especially when it comes to dance. Um, That opportunity unlocked an an awareness in me of like, I really need to be proud of my body. If I'm going to be, you know, if I'm going to be doing this, you can't really, you can't really approach fashion and being in this space if you don't have that confidence yeah it's in, true. In, in your body so you like you have to develop that as well as still portray that at the same time mm-hmm. those, but it's definitely the opportunity that changed my life yeah the scope and the trajectory of what I thought I wanted from this industry completely removed yeah. like it completely
0: like shifted so it was um, iconic it was definitely iconic
1: it, it was a dream come true even though it, i didn't know that i had that dream at that point. yeah
0: sense. Um, um and how did you get how did you get into dance what's the, what's the story behind dance
1: i had been playing with dance throughout my life mm-hmm. like just in general um whenever it would come to like school well, talent shows i'd always be the one that that one teacher would be like you're going to be in my in this group you mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying so like uh, so it was definitely nurtured before, but it was just as a hobby. It was just yeah. something like, you know, something to, to have fun while you educate yourself in uh-huh. school, you know. Um, I never took any specifically dance training until mm-hmm. I was in my 20s and like after college. Uh, because um, uh, what people don't understand is like when we are bigger, we know when our body's like, okay, you know, let's relax. Mm-hmm. Let's reel it in, yeah. you know, check, you know what i it's like, mm-hmm. let's not do too much. Cause again, this is the one body that we have to mm-hmm. have for the rest of our lives. So it's like, what can I do that I hated the gym at the time? Uh, again, I was at one of them transitional phases about deciding whether I wanted to do school or, mm-hmm. you know, if something else was uh, out there. And I went to a dance class uh, at a gym, which was next to my job at the time. And it was trash
0: and <laughs> trash just as I expected trash and just as I
1: expected and like people are coming up to me oh when's your class you're so good and I was like this is my Ooh. first time stepping foot in here mm. um and which was really interesting because again this is when I was at probably one of the biggest points in my life mm-hmm. and then I started taking then I was like well let me go to the studio that was where my high school which was relatively close to where I was college yeah. and stuff went to that, I was like, this is better, you know, still so a little bit, you know, cornflakes for me. Yes. So, then, um, so, so then I took a, a, an advanced class and I was like, oh, I can get into this, kind of got what I needed from that teacher, went to another one, adapted what I had learned, but uh-huh. still like I wasn't challenged enough. Uh, and then I went to another class. And I went down in flames and I was like, so this is where I'm supposed to be. Yeah. And, you know, one thing led to another. Uh, started going to Monsters of Hip Hop. Uh, got a scholarship, but also built a network of friends Oh, that. Nice. Well done. Um, and then I realized that Houston was a bit better for the dance scene as far as local dance uh, opportunities, so I moved there. Um, my dad's from there, so I got to reconnect with family during that yeah. time so, oh, that's lovely. Uh, and then i moved to la and you know 10 10 and 10 and, and so on. Um, years later we're finally you know trying <laughs> to d- get some things done so yeah
0: <laughs> congrats so then what's what's next dance wise like where do you want to take dance what's next on your vision board for dance
1: just to just to really uh drive that message of inclusivity and representation in nah. home full force. And um, in whatever ways that manifests itself is if that's, you know, working on a production or working yeah. on a fashion show or working uh, on a new team, like just whatever avenue yeah. uh, it means to show that different bodies can do more in dance than you yeah. think, you know, yeah. uh, that would be me and just to really meet and cross at all those intersections Mm -hmm. and just really show that we deserve to be in the space and we're here so make room and get used to it and I think that's the main thing
0: and I think you'll definitely you definitely do that already so I can't wait to see like how further you take it like I'm excited so I want to get into some body positivity talk I have a few Don't we
1: love it? Don't
0: we love it? We love it. So today I was and I wanted to get your take on this because I want to know what you think. So today I was reading this article um in vogue and I think they had interviewed Barbie from I think she's in Euphoria. She's cat in Euphoria yeah 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 and she said in the article she said because i'm bigger i get asked about body positivity in everything i do which is redundant it's not helping to normalize things stepping into a career that has historically had rigid standards of beauty people definitely projected me as the body positive activist and i owned that in the beginning now i thought this was really like it hit home for me and i really i really felt what she was saying because i feel like it's a weird kind of catch-22, I guess, occupying the space we do because on one hand, it's like, I wanna be open and unapologetic and I want you guys to take in all this body and I want you guys to realize that bigger bodies can do X, Y, and Z and we're beautiful and you know, we're talented and we're, we're all, these, all these things that you guys don't like to um,
1: associate with,
0: yeah, acknowledge or associate with bigger people. But then at the same time, the flip side to it is, well, everything I do my body and my size gets mentioned and sometimes I feel like for me personally anyways I feel like sometimes it takes away not necessarily takes away but it kind of takes away from what I'm doing and I think it kind of adds to the hysteria of oh my gosh he's he's bigger and as Barbie said it, it doesn't there's not with the there's not a space to
1: grow from if that's yeah from.
0: yeah it's like there's no is there a way to normalize it if everything i do is mentioned about my body or my skin color or obviously these are very important parts of us um but yeah i just wanted to know how do you feel about that
1: um she's not wrong mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> she's Agreed.
1: definitely not wrong and i think that I think, it, I think, it. at least from my perspective, um, I try to be as patient as possible. Um, so if we have to continue to have the same conversation, then I am willing to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that where Barbie's point was trying to make is that we are bigger bodies or different bodies in this space now, like I had said earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, it's time to move past that and start to actually look at what we're offering, mm-hmm. what our performance is, mm-hmm. what we're bringing to the table as mm-hmm. far as representation and inclusivity. Yeah. Um, what other conversations can we talk about now that, you know, this different body is in this space? You yeah. know? I think that that's kind of the energy we have to put into it moving forward. Mm-hmm. But again, like if we have to keep saying like, well, this body is enough. If we have to keep saying it, then we have to keep saying it until people hear it and understand it and get it. And I think that what she's just basically trying to say is, I have a bigger body. Uh Can we stop?
0: Can we move on? (laughs) Can we move on?
1: You know what I'm saying? And I think that um, once we get to that space, that's where we can then acknowledge Okay, why was this even an issue in the first place? Yeah. Like why did we have a problem with looking at this beautiful bigger body or this gorgeous person of color? You know what I'm yeah. saying? Why, why why did why why was it an issue anywhere? Yeah, know what I'm saying? And, I definitely agree. And I think that and I think that um, we're heading in the right direction but unfortunately miss barbara we're gonna have to keep saying it just yeah. a, just this just, 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 just a little it's bit longer <laughs> uh, because people they, they, they still don't know and i think that um that's kind of the one thing that i learned from this main job um everyone was hired uh-huh. and then everyone did their job
0: uh-huh.
1: in their body in their space whatever it was it was celebrated it was acknowledged once you got the job and then you yeah. the get to work yeah and i think that um when if we approach it like that like we're here together amazing now let's get to work and really show what What this otherness is bringing to the table you know what i'm saying and i think that she just wants to get to that point where like okay i have a bigger body great yeah boom move on yeah this is my contribution to this performance this is my contribution to this piece of art or film yeah. or whatever it is. And I think that, you know, I mean, it's a place, it's a space where we need to be. And, mm-hmm. um, and I think that we're finally growing to a space to where, yes, we acknowledge there are bigger bodies, but these bigger bodies can now be included with those status quo bodies. Yeah. Not like, not just niche by itself, something separate. This is your own space. No, include it in the main space of everyone. Yeah, that way it can really actually be inclusive instead yeah. of
0: tokenism yeah or just having like the one or just yeah as you said tolerating us in the space um yeah I definitely I definitely agree with what she said and I do feel like I'm assuming comparing to like when you first did that runway in 2015 till now you're almost probably looking like oh there's actually been like loads of loads of progress did you do, do you think that and did you expect kind of that amount of progress from the time you started and like where we are now
1: um absolutely and mm. i'm so grateful so grateful for that um to be transparent to be not included in that space because i'm shorter sometimes
0: oh, and no. like
1: stung just like a little mm. bit skin. i'm not represented like i don't have a modeling agent i don't have modeling management i don't have any of that
0: mm-hmm.
1: so I'm so happy for the space that it has created for people like you and Zach and Mm -hmm. so many others who are now signed on different agencies internationally and like all those types of things but um I will say that it's we still got a ways to go because even though I did that runway in 2015 here it is 2020 and I still Mm. have no representation or Mm. interest or even like you know as far as that gatekeeping and decision making side, I haven't been accepted in that space. I don't know whether it's because I'm bigger, bigger, or whether I'm shorter or whether I'm more queer or whatever the situation may be, you know, but so we still have a little bit of a ways to go, but at the same time, there's been tremendous progress, especially when it comes to plus size male uh, representation and inclusivity, like uh, once you got signed, I was like job,
0: yay Yay.
1: you know what i'm saying pass the mantle your turn kick it off let's go yeah so like just to keep doing that in multiple spaces and not waiting a year for the next one and a year for the next one and a year for the next one you know what i'm saying like really because it's and every time someone asks me about like what's you know what's your advice and i was like i honestly don't have advice all i can say is like just be ready to work because you're gonna have to push your own way through it because they don't even they don't even want to take the time to look at us and then Mm -hmm. once we do what we do and we show them like we deserve to be in this space and represented then they're like again why didn't we think of this yeah you know
0: yeah no definitely that and i think And i think thinking about that i think you are such an inspiration because without being signed and without having the backing of these like major agencies you've been able to do like iconic stuff like gay times paper magazine s like these are real iconic big things that i would only dream of to be able to do one day and i think I think you testament to the fact that you know obviously the industry gets it right but also the industry gets it wrong and sometimes they don't exactly know what they
1: 99.9% of the time the industry gets it wrong so it's like especially when it comes to inclusion and yeah. like you know now we have stories like Hollywood on Netflix to show like mm-hmm. what if you decided to make that decision when you needed to make that decision yeah. you know how different would our landscape and our industry be yeah. If if again we didn't let the influences of our past mm. make the decisions of our future. So yeah,
0: definitely that. You know. And I just hope as we go forward, I hope that there is more because it's weird because everyone's like, oh, there's plus size models now. It's really inclusive. But like as you said, there's a very specific type of look or and height and weight that not yet you have to have but that the agencies are interested in and i think like if i'm
1: like the fact like i'm five six so mm-hmm. i'm not even in the radar like mm. if i was five eleven, maybe i could you know what i'm saying but like again when it comes to men it's plus big and tall mm. We're still on that big and, and yeah like
0: celebrating you know? those sizes but i will say yeah. though even though like i know Five, six or nothing. I know you could be on set with some of the like main girls and eat them up, like, eat, like eat them up on set. So it's, it's- <laughs> You're not gonna see
1: that very sound. Ooh, ooh,
0: ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so, so ready. I'm so ready. Okay, so as I said, you've done a lot. Like you've done a lot of iconic things that have gagged me and that you should be really proud of. What's like a few of your career highlights?
1: Can't go without saying right now, Miss Taylor Swift has been
0: oh, yeah. an amazing, an
1: amazing opportunity that just kept on giving, mm-hmm. and you know, not too many dancers have a BMA, so yeah. Uh, that yes, is, uh, thank you, thank you, thank congrats, you, thank congrats, congrats, thank you, Miss Tay Tay. Ah, the job I just did. Here's highlight. Uh, The one that I learned the most from was most recently and it was Savage X Fenty with Miss Paris Goble and Rihanna at the helm and
0: Yes. That's that's just self-explanatory.
1: It's the hardest job I've ever done in my life. (laughs) Um, It's the job that I got to incorporate almost everything that I do. Yeah. Um, And it was just such a rewarding process to be a part of, like I said, entering a space where yeah. you just come to do the work and you produce this amazing product together. Yeah. And um, from my perspective, this, this show is it's game-changing when it, specifically when it comes to fashion. And it's just, it's, it's ridiculous. I it's ridiculous. Wait. That's I, all I can say, it's just I, insane.
0: I don't expect anything less from um, Miss Bad Girl Riri. So I'm excited to see what this is. All I'm going to
1: say is y'all don't, y'all, it's going to hold you over to not ask her for music. Okay, it's
0: going to hold us over to R9.
1: Y'all, y'all going to forgive her for a little bit longer Mm -hmm. for not giving the music. So like, but like that. It just, it was, it was just so amazing to be in a space where mm-hmm. everyone is celebrated for mm-hmm. who they are, how they are and what they do. And it's, it's, again, it's a testament to where we're, where we're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, it's just, I just hope that each experience that I have from now on, is similar to, yeah. if not in that same in that
0: yeah. same yeah. aspect. Well, well done for that. I, we need to touch on the power of manifestation for a second because while <laughs> I was doing the, re, the like my research to interview you, um, I stumbled upon an interview where you said one of the people that you really want to work with is Rihanna. And I think that was maybe like a little while ago. So let's speak on the power of manifestation and the power of the tongue because you spoke it into existence, Dexter.
1: Um again, (laughs) by the grace, by the grace, by the grace, by the grace. But um, at the same time, it's one of those situations where once I stop putting restrictions and um, boundaries and just listening to what others think my career should be uh, is is when the opportunities really do open up and Mm Uh, whether I do that by, you know, simply hoping for the best for something. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, again, like you said, speaking it into existence, writing it down mm-hmm. never hurts. Um, yeah. And just really claiming uh, the career that you want. It's that it, it, the manifestation is yeah. is real. It, yeah. is, it is definitely it's real because I definitely. Um, so the second I I saw, seen two previous shows for Savage X Fenty yeah and the first one was just so like ethereal and like welcomed you into this different world and then last year obviously with the first full scale show that they had like Amazing. I was I just I just remember I was on, a, on my, um, I was on my second cruise contract second ship and I was watching on Amazon Prime and I was like I have to be a part of this mm-hmm. I don't know how I don't know why but I just have to be a part of it. Like I paid respect to parents and Rihanna because like, and this was also at the same time that, you know, Victoria's Secret was finally being held accountable for their things yep, that they necessary. do, you know. Mm-hmm. And so to have the show just kick in, like, like boss the way yeah. it did, uh, to to want to be a part of that was a dream and yes. it's just um Paris hit me up. She was like, Dexter, I want to submit you. Mm-hmm. Woke my roommate up, made him think hella hello quick. <laughs> and um and sent it off. And then a week later she was like, you got the job and crying. And oh. it was a lot. And um, I've never danced this hard. I've never worked this hard. I've never rehearsed this hard mm. in my entire life. But it's like I said, it's all for something that is bigger than all of us. And yeah. Just...
0: And I will say, obviously I'm obsessed with Rihanna. I love her, but shout out to her because I think obviously I, I do think she gets a lot of like her dues and her flowers. But when you really look at like um the landscape of what she's yeah,
1: what she's, she's doing across
0: yeah across the board in beauty in fashion in lingerie like she's really like shifting culture and making sure that people feel included in all these different spaces and she doesn't necessarily need to do that like rihanna could put out she has no choice and that's it and just be her and
1: she yeah and
0: uh... yeah literally that's the fact that i feel like you can tell that diversity and inclusion is such a big part of like her brand and such a big part of what she actually believes in. Um, so yeah, I'm excited to see the show and shout out to her for continuing pushing boundaries and opening doors for people. I'm excited.
1: It's, it's it's like I said, I'm just a humble, smart, small part of it mm-hmm. and I'm like, it's, I'm, I'm literally just in awe of everything that they pull together for the show. It's absolutely brilliant.
0: Yay um okay so you said you've done you've done a lot you've done a lot you've done music videos you've modeled you've done covers you've done a lot and i saw in an interview you said one of the things that you really want to do is play a marvel character but let's let's get into it what kind of powers what kind of costume like what 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 are you thinking what would be the dream (laughs) um uh all the powers are like running through your head
1: (laughs) and so many many uh storm is my love and my life Last um time. uh and i think in one comic her nephew had like the power of speed mm-hmm. and i was like what if a big boy is fast like
0: oh a little oxymoron is it an oxymoron i guess it is it an oxymoron i don't know but that would that would actually be sickening you know just, just
1: this yeah. is not yeah this is one um, but um either that or just super strength, which is great. Mm-hmm. Um or just all of the above, the ones that can do everything. yeah and, you just... know, just to just to not like, you know, because right now the the one character that a bigger person could look forward to is the blob, and I'm like, I don't want to do that.
0: Yeah, like, she doesn't represent me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't represent me
1: she doesn't represent me but if they do kind of what they're doing with like characters from the Eternals and not really sticking with what their gender is Mm -hmm. or what their age is you know what I'm saying like really actually switch it up like let's switch it up so um, that's kind of a character that's always inspired me Mm -hmm. is Storm and I just remember watching the cartoon where she was going back home Mm -hmm. and her nephew was dealing with his speed and I was like well, speed and then throw a couple of lightning bolts in there.
0: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm essentially That's like, right.
1: Yes, it's very, it's very flash vibes, but I don't care. Yeah. You know. That would
0: be a vibe. Um, that would actually be a vibe. We do have to I, okay. So if it was me, I think I would have to have like a whole rogue situation going on. I like rogue to me is my favorite superhero. And I'm
1: still waiting for them to do her right. <gasps> Wait, right. text her!
0: Wait. Okay, we need to just quickly get we need to quickly get into X-Men cool real quick the way they've done storm in the films and they've done rogue in the films is so they have over. a
1: reckoning and that's the thing i think and just you know in the comic sphere mm-hmm. uh i'm i'm like again i said i'm a marvel nerd i say included yeah. into all the youtube channels cosmic wonder is my mm-hmm. favorite because he cuts through the bs and he mm-hmm. gives you at least what you think you actually want to hear mm-hmm. um but the two primary characters they do plan on focusing on in the new mcu of x-men is storm and rogue and necessary. actually the them and doing them right yeah. so you know so i'm looking forward to having that actually happen yeah same you know so you know we'll see what happens but yeah so Storm and Rogue were actually two of my favorite. I like Rogue a little bit better than Jean Gray until she turned into Phoenix and I was like, never mind. Yeah. Uh, uh, then I was like, okay, this is what she's supposed to do. Got it. Never mm-hmm. mind. You got it right. Sam. <laughs> Thank my seven-year-old self thinking I know everything. Um, but yeah, it's time to be in that space too. We just we yeah. need to be in every space. And it's, it's just like, you know, just it's it's time, it's past time. Yeah, and- it is let's just let's just get it done together you know and like you said like body positivity becomes body inclusivity and then it's all great
0: and then it's normal yeah I I do think at this point it is kind of just like it's boring like it's boring to be like not trying to be inclusive it's just like aren't you like are you not bored like do you not want to like push the envelope and try and do some new things like are you not bored? but see that's
1: the thing and i and i think that like what people tend to misconstrue when we say body positivity we're not saying just put us at the front and leave everybody
0: behind i am we're that saying exactly what i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> put me at the front <laughs> well
1: <laughs> Obviously, you're in there, but, aside from getting the shot, mm-hmm. have us be included with these, these traditionally beautiful bodies. This yeah. say, they still look good as hell, mm-hmm. like let's not mean, you know, and I feel like that's for me, I feel like the part of the message that body positivity gets missed sometimes. Mm-hmm. And it's just about the focus on including the other instead of including everyone yeah. together. And I think that that's, I feel like that at least for me, that's where I feel the body positive message truly Mm. is inclusive. And, you know, um, another job that was so wonderful to be a part of was the F Your Beauty Standards campaign with Tess. And the one thing, the one thing that I love about it, it wasn't just bigger bodies, it was disabled bodies, Mm. it was trans bodies, it was, you know, it really truly was inclusive. Yeah. So I think that, you know, again, keep working towards that space to where we don't have to fight with the traditional pretty ones and we can just work alongside them. And I think that, again, that's what I learned from uh, the Savage X, like it's just Savage X Fenty. It's just wonderful to be dancing alongside mm-hmm. everyone. Yeah. not not just having a featured moment with bigger bodies yeah. or featured moment with queer bodies it's like inclusive of all bodies yeah. so and I that's the that.
0: future that's how it just that's how it just needs to be like that's really the future of i feel like any entertainment industry whether it's modeling dancing, absolutely it's like can you to me I, I really feel like the approach should be can you do the job yes no if you can do it you should that's- be able to that should be the, the requirements. Can you do it, yes or no? That
1: is all I have wanted my entire career, mm. period. Can you do the job? Answer's gonna be yes. Let's do the job.
0: Mm. Yeah. And
1: every, time, and every time it works out when everyone's included and mm. like everyone feels good, everyone feels happy, proud, productive. Like yeah. every single situation that I've been able to shoot, fortunate enough to shoot, like it's the same situation having everyone represented just feels mm. better.
0: Yeah, it does. And I feel like you reach. this is the thing, even on just like a corporate level, even if you ain't really like messing with X, Y, and Z people, on a larger level, like the more you include people, the more people want to be like a part of the experience. So it's got, more money for you I don't understand it makes no sense people
1: that's cutting off business it doesn't make sense to me Mm, it really doesn't at all you know Um, absolutely not
0: (laughs) but yeah hopefully I don't know I think I've been talking to so many people recently and I I do as I've said before I do think the industry is changing but I do obviously there's still a long way to go so I'm just hoping in the next few years these changes start to come to fruition and the environment that we get to work in is a lot more inclusive and just a lot more um not even tolerant because I don't even believe in people being tolerated but just yeah more tolerant the, yeah
1: this this the, we have the ninety, the late 90s and early 2000s That was the time of toleration that was the wrong energy we got it mm-hmm. yeah it's
0: 2020
1: we, we, now yeah like either you down with moving forward or you get left behind yeah it's
0: true it's so true well I want to thank you so much for taking the time to talk with me I've got three questions to close on so first I would say my question is what is your superpower
1: joy like I agree it's, it's sometimes, you know, very Dix and Amelia. Sometimes I don't want to be happy, but like every time I pull from joy, it always works out much better. So yeah. just, tri- just, just coming from a place of joy, yeah. as hard as it can be, sometimes it's it's definitely been uh, at least my saving grace and yeah. something that really drives me
0: in everything so. yeah I think that's you can definitely tell though like I really think like you radiate joy and this positive energy and I don't think you find that you don't really find that often and to be able to have that ability and do it through social media that's like a whole nother thing so I would definitely agree with you with, be, with that being your superpower
1: you know just a little bit you know trying to just trying to bring a smile mm-hmm. or just you know like let's get back to be like let's be better let's yeah. be happier let's like let's focus on the positive for a yeah. second mm-hmm. before we got to get to the real work of addressing yeah. the negative
0: it's true um second question what song lyrics describe your life right now here different here different, here different, <laughs> here different, here different. yes um,
1: that song i didn't know it was gone. like i knew when scissor came back I was going to be affected.
0: Mm-hmm. I just didn't up.
1: expect
0: mm-hmm. how
1: to just put my business out in the street.
0: Okay. When it came to that. Because, <laughs> like, when, you t- when,
1: when I saw that question, I was literally trying to think of any other song. And no.
0: Yeah.
1: I, indif- I was like, indif- just, bec- just because, like, this year has gone, we've gone through so much. Mm-hmm. And um, again, I'm just coming from such a grateful space of the opportunities that are happening for me right now. And it's just, it's hitting different.
0: Yeah. It's
1: its it's, especially in the- (laughs) It's hitting different. It's hitting hitting different because I never expected it, especially under the circumstances which are happening right now. So that song lyric is is in my spirit Mm -hmm. and like, you know, anytime it'll come on on accident on YouTube, I'm like, I'm just going to let it play. Mm-hmm.
0: Just let it play I'm, out. Just let it play just out. just,
1: like, take it in, and um, and it's just, yeah, this 2020 is hitting different in yeah. so many aspects, but fortunately in this moment, yeah. they're from a very positive space.
0: So. Yay. I will say, though, quick side note, SZA really does have this way of, like, telling everyone's business. Like, I will be listening to her song and it's like, how, are you reading my diary? Like, how do you know? (laughs) (laughs) It's triggering.
1: Like, (laughs) like that, like Control should not have like, read my life. Yeah, same. In the the middle of living through that life. Like.
0: Same, the album is actually still on repeat, but yeah, that's a whole different, that's a whole different conversation.
1: (laughs) I mean, but yeah, just, just, it, just everything's hitting different, and I'm, I'm, I'm not mad at it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not mad yes. at, it at
0: all. Okay, last question: What advice would you give your younger self?
1: Lodex, just be you. Mm-hmm. Just stop listening to everybody and their mama, and just be you. Mm-hmm. Listen to your mama, but don't listen to all the other nonsense that's. That, that, that you've had to put up with for a while. Yeah. like just be you and be happy and trust me it's gonna get a lot better and just you know s- stick stick with being you and yeah. like because a lot of times if I, what I thought when I wanted to be myself, I really I really made really ignorant decisions mm. whenever trying to whenever trying to prove myself to somebody uh whenever someone told me I couldn't do something like I'm gonna prove you wrong Mm -hmm. but not coming from a space of like I genuinely want to do whatever this is it's Mm. like oh you think I can't do it let me show you and then you'll be so proud of me and I'm like I gotta yeah yeah we 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 can't keep doing that you need to make love that you need to do what actually makes you proud what actually makes you happy so yeah
0: and I think there's like just a certain level of joy that comes from like really kind of living in your authenticity and really doing what you want and I've realized for me specifically as soon as I stopped listening to people and started doing my own thing life got so much better like so much much better better.
1: and if you do listen to people you listen to the right people that part because Mm -hmm because i was listening to a lot of wrong people and it's just like what and especially once you step out of those spaces of those like in situations and environments you're like
0: what was i thinking
1: all of that nonsense that you went through for like years you could have avoided that if you just actually did what was true to you so
0: Yay! Well, Dexter, thank you so much for being a guest on an episode, the second episode of another space. I really appreciate you taking the time. Of course, thank you for having me. I'm
1: so
0: happy I use the
1: word space so many times.
0: (laughs) 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 I'm gonna do like a supercut, like space, 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 space. Yeah, no, thank you so much. Thank
1: you so much. this has literally been years in the making, so I'm it's happy reading, again. It, Miss 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 COVID bringing people together virtually. It's true, so it's one, you know. She she, she 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 It's some nice little side benefits. Overall, you still need to go. The, yeah, <laughs>
0: it's true. It's true. Either,
1: either either address who you need to actually address or go. That
0: that part. That part. <laughs> She's just like lingering. Have a, sit,
1: have a sit down with who you need to actually have a sit down
0: yeah and that that
1: other folk
0: okay it's really that well guys i hope you enjoyed the episode and watch out for the next episode in i don't know i'll put it out whenever i feel like it bye guys (laughs) Bye. Bye. (laughs) you've reached the another space voicemail box Please leave a message after the beep.
1: What's up to my Dexter? I had a wonderful Kiki today and I just want to let everyone know to be joy, be love, and be themselves. And I can't wait to talk to you soon. Mwah.